house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rush. It felt like I rushed. It was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Bombrick. What's up? With us on the ones and twos, Joseph Ascani. What I do? Episode 138, bowl season week two and NFL week 16, nearing the end of the NFL season. And we're going to try to pick up the pieces of whatever the hell just happened this first week of bowl season. Um, but, all right, episode 138, uh, we got a lot to a lot to go over, multiple more bowl games. And then uh, things are picking up in the NFL. But before we get to all of that, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we appreciate it. If you want to help us, go over to the YouTube page, hit subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, watching currently, and you're not subscribed, hit the subscribe button. Once we hit 150 subscribers, we will do another giveaway. And then once we hit 200 subscribers, we'll do another giveaway. And we'll keep doing giveaways until we don't have any more money to give away. Um, I got a couple... Really one main thing. I have my best and worst, and then I have one main thing that I wanted to ask. I guess it could fall into the best and worst. Um, but we'll start. We'll start. What was the best thing you saw this week? Um, Oh, the Lionel Messi Instagram post. It beat the egg. The what? It beat the egg. What is that? The egg had the most likes. I don't know. what On Instagram? Ever, yeah. It's just an egg? So, like, there was, um, this was years ago when Kylie Jenner had the most liked Instagram photo while somebody just posted a picture of a okay. an egg to intention. beat it out. Yeah. Gotcha. And then Lionel Messi's Instagram post of the them winning the World Cup beat it. So yeah, that kind of falls into my best. Well, it was the World Cup final as my a whole. Job. What a fucking game. Yeah. Uh the just overall like interest in soccer just skyrocketed in the US, I think, <laughs> just from that one game. That was I mean, to be what were they down to? They come back and tie it up. Then it looks like Argentina's got it wrapped up with a late goal. And then the handball, Mbappe ties it up late. And then, I mean, okay, so what are y'all's thoughts um, on PKs? What about them? Do you like them? Do you think it's uh, – it was pretty much a consensus that everybody hated that to be the way to to decide a game. I think Bill Burr even said he said it's the rock, paper, scissors of championships. Yeah, it kind of sucked. I don't know. I yeah, like I mean, it. You could say it's rock, paper, scissors, but, dude, that goalie stepped up big time. Fuck yeah, he did. Big I like time. it. I, when they had the camera from the backwards, from the perspective of the of the guy kicking, it's like, dude, that's what's crazy. You have the entire world watching. It's so it's hard. one-on-one you versus As a goalie. goalkeeper? To yeah, try that to one dude missed that? the goal altogether. Yeah. It's not a gimme. Yeah. They were saying, like, it's a guarantee you're going to make it. It's no. like, it's not. I think France missed three in a row. Look at how yeah, messy shot but the is. way it was going there at the end, there was a lot of, like, that goalkeeper for Argentina had a, a couple saves there toward the end that was incredible. Oh, it's like you you rather see it end than the, on that the last field, save that he like. had was incredible. Well, the Paris awesome. goalkeeper, Lloris, had a wild one as well. Oh yeah, but yeah, the one where it kind of got uh, it got he saved it with his foot. Yeah, yeah, was that the, the one where it got yeah. sent to him and he basically it looked like he tried to chip it over him. It was one on one. Yeah, at the yes. very end. Yes. Um. Yeah, that was an incredible save because that's the game yeah. right there or the match. Yeah, 
uh, an all around an all around wild wild game. Um, yeah, that was awesome. And then Messi finally gets one. So Messi's the greatest of all time. Yeah, but I'm not very passionate about soccer. But I've been telling Alec for years that Ronaldo is <laughs> nowhere near as good as Messi. Um, that was your best as well. Yeah. All right. What was your worst? Oh, y'all saw there. There's rumors that like so, somebody offered Drake May five million to leave North Carolina. No, I didn't. Turned not. it down. Well, yeah, he's a legacy. Wow. He's it's a- wild though. What's going on with the tampering and shit? Oh yeah. No, it is kind of a problem. They kind of need to get a handle on it. You know. Did they say who? No, but I think it was Narduzzi that said that he, that he he leaked it. Like, oh, he leaked the information. Yeah, not that he Pitt didn't have five million to give. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, his brother was Luke May. Hit the game winner. Uh, what was that? That was Duke, North Carolina, right? Kentucky. Was that in the national championship? Um, no, no, to get there. That's right in the tournament. Yep. Yeah, so, and then his dad played quarterback. He's a legacy. He's not going to leave North Carolina. So, um, that is a problem, though. They need to figure out some way to, I mean, it's fucking hard. Well, I don't know why they took the, um, they made the eligibility immediate. That should be kind of. Because you think that would deter people from transferring as much. Or at least make it like you can transfer once, and then if you do it again, like Keaton Slovis is back in the portal. Went to Pitt, now he's yeah. Like, I mean, he played like dog shit, so. Um, but you shouldn't be able to just hop around like a free agent, like, whenever you want, mm-hmm. you know? Um, worst thing I saw was the Patriots lost. Oh, Dude, yeah, that was That bad. was unbelievable. Imagine having Patriots money line. Yeah. Or even with the spread. Yeah. Oh, I think it was two and a half in favor of Raiders, but still, like, those people that bet the Patriots on the money line, you're feeling good, or you're feeling good the majority of the game, and then you go, next thing you know, you're like, all right, well, that's what we're doing overtime. And then Jacoby Myers is launching it 40 yards behind his head. That was an incredible play by Chandler Jones, for one. Oh, yeah. Um, and then absolutely just stiff arms baby Mac Jones to the ground like a child. All three of them took accountability for it, too. Ramondre, Ramondre was like, well, Jacoby would have never been in that situation. Well, Ramondre's kind of an me. idiot, yeah. And then Mac Jones like, we would have never been, we would have went to overtime if I would have made that tackle. I'm like, you're not making that tackle, Mac Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had no chance. A hundred times out of It was like 100. out of the cartoons where they get flattened like a pancake. It's like yeah. Space Jam. It was Stan getting flattened, completely flat. They got to come out with the air pump and blow yeah. him back up. He got fucking sandwiched. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, Ramondre Stevenson's kind of the unsung idiot in this one. What are you doing? <clears throat> if he just goes down, he throw he laterals yeah. it to Jacoby, and now Jacoby's like, oh, fuck, chaos. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. keeping this alive. Did that ball slip when he threw it? it does it just look weird to me? Like, Who? it looked like it didn't come out of his hand correctly. Jacoby Myers? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. It looked like he it. He turned too. around and threw it backwards, so I don't think he intended to really do. He had no idea what he was doing. Oh, yeah. Um. But, yeah, I was watching that shit on my phone, going to Whole Foods, and I was like, I just I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, all right, what was the worst thing you saw this week? Hurts. Okay. Hurts hurts my fantasy squad. Yeah, whatever. No, I mean it's always something. Yeah, okay. It's always okay. something. <laughs> I just knew that would rile y'all up a little bit. Um, honorable mention for me, either best or worst. I don't know. Did you see Zion Clark, the legless? Oh yes, I did see him. How is that allowed? He has a massive advantage. Oh, the I might guy? be in the minority there, but the guy. So I said on Twitter, I said, it's the first time in the history of not having legs. Does it give you a leg up? Uh, yeah. The wrestler? So you what's can't the rule? get him in your guard. Yeah. 
The guy's over there trying to wrap him up with his legs, and next thing you know, he's in full mount. But what's the rules on hitting him? I don't know. Because, yeah, is he Can a you kick is him he in his downed, head? <laughs> is he a downed opponent? No, yeah, that's like, you just watch him. The guy was just immediately fucked because he's trying to secure him with his legs, and he, there was nothing to grab onto. Yeah, like the guy looked like he's like, oh my god, like he had no. Yeah, idea. you got to find another legless sparring partner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I just I was. This is like a he has a drastic advantage because he's super fucking strong. Oh, yeah. arms wise, he's doing backflips on his hands because he's got to walk around on his hands. I, I mean, come on, we got to regulate this somehow. So, that next thing you know, I mean, they're going to be the next Dagestan. He's taking over the UFC. <laughs> These fucking legless guys walking around on their hands, dude. <laughs> walking, huh? Walking on their hands, yeah. <laughs> no, that's why I said this is the first time in the history of having no legs do you have a leg up on your opponent. Like, dude, but no, literally the guy was in like a mad scramble, and he's trying to, like, you can't take him to the ground, but he's on the ground. You can't do anything. You're fucked, and he's so strong. He latches onto him. It's like, oh my god, dude! It's like a, it's like fucking Geo, dude from the poke from Pokemon. <laughs> the, the ball with just the arms, uh, dude. That's what he. That's what he is, dude. He's so strong. He he's probably gonna win a world championship. I don't know what the odds are on that, but he's yeah. probably gonna be a world champion within like the next two years. Um, and honestly, he can probably fight tomorrow. He, he he fatigues half as fast as yeah. as everybody else. He could go for miles. Um, yeah, I thought that that was a damn shame. That guy, whoever whoever signed up to fight the guy with no legs, absolutely needs to fire his agent. Um, but all right, episode one thirty eight. Bowl season rolls on. We will recap whatever the fuck just happened uh, this past week. Not a good week. Come out and say that. That's for sure. I don't know how you did, Joseph. You were on the opposites of quite a few, so you might have did okay. I'd be even if Liberty. I mean, if Toledo covers. Um, <clears throat> Five and yeah. six right okay, now. Okay, so nobody did good. Um, All right, we will kick it off with, let's see. What do we have first? UAB? Yeah. I mean, what a just, what an all-around shit show of a fucking start, dude. I had high hopes. UAB, minus 10 and a half. They win by four. Uh, they go up 10 nothing pretty quick, and then I don't fully remember what happens. I just know that it never really Well, they do up. that where they dominate the game, then they, they had some turnovers that yeah. kept. Um, who'd they play? Miami. Ohio. Miami of Ohio, yeah, in the game. But if you look statistically, man, UAB outgained them by a lot of yards. Yeah. No, they did. And that was the – well, I say that. <laughs> but that's been a story of UAB all year. Yeah. They, they'll they dominate an opponent in terms of yards and all that, but then the score just doesn't indicate Yeah. That. So the next one we had um, UTSA and Troy. So we were correct on Troy, minus one. We were not correct on the over 55, but I hit the nail on the fucking head with what Frank Harris does. His interceptions were exactly yeah. what I said he likes to do. It is so wild because he has a ton of talent, and then he just loses his mind and throws a dart to the linebacker. Exactly how I said he was going to do it, he did it twice, where it's just like he doesn't see him. He doesn't see the guy directly in front of his face. It's kind of crazy. But so we cashed in on Troy minus one, but – Nowhere near the over 55. A really impressive performance by Troy's defense. UTSA didn't score a point in the second half. 
So then we're, okay, one and two heading into Saturday. Florida and Oregon State was the worst. Florida was the worst bet. I, I hope that is the worst bet that we have this bowl season. But we had pretty much the same three identical bets to start the Saturday. Oh, yeah. We take Florida. And, and, and we keep beating the number. This one got this one came down to eight and a half, eight. Florida, we got them at ten and a half point underdogs. Closes around eight and a half to eight point underdogs. They lose thirty to three. Um, the quarterback Miller couldn't do a damn thing. And then Oregon State, I mean, we missed the mark there. That's the team that was going to be. Yeah, I feel like we're not done recapping, but what we kind of, especially for this game, is like we. Misjudge the motivation behind his yes, team. Do you know that what I'm was, saying? That like became Oregon so, State was going for their first ten yes, win season and yes. however long and Yeah, it's Florida only, was just had well the so head, many they said the head coach, I think, was I think there's only been three ten win seasons. This was the third in Oregon State history, and he was a part of them part of one of them as a quarterback, and now he's a part of one as a coach, and they're building this program and they're being they, it was we missed the mark so bad on this one in terms of like you said, motivation and, and who wanted to be there. Florida didn't want to fucking be there at all. Billy Napier, go fuck yourself. You shit fucking coach. Everyone talking about the LSU should have went and got Napier. Give me a damn break. Missed the mark really badly there. They got absolutely dominated. And then, so it's like, okay, Cincinnati, Louisville, let's, yeah. now it's our time. No, same fucking game. 24 to 7. Louisville absolutely dominates Cincinnati, who couldn't do a damn thing on either side of the football. Another extremely frustrating loss. Uh, Washington State, Fresno State, rinse and repeat. Another team who gets – I fucking – I knew. Yeah, the more we got closer to this game, the more I was like, ah. I said sitting here, I'm like, I really like Fresno. Fucking Jake Hayner, it looked like he was done for the year. Then he comes back. Now all of a sudden they're running the table, basically. Wash Cam Ward sucks. Cam Ward sucks. Do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to say for your team? Well, if you liked Fresno State so much, you should have picked them. I should have, and that's what I said. That's all. <laughs> that's what I said. Definitely should have picked them. No, I mean, I said that that day. I said, I don't know why. I, I don't know. I, that was originally who I was leaning towards. The line didn't make sense. Fresno should have. I felt like Fresno should have been favored by like a touchdown. And then when they weren't, I'm like, okay, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean. And there's just so much uncertainty with who's in, who's Fresno out. Fresno State's defense really got after them, you know. Uh, yeah, they're, and they had been playing good. So, And then Washington State couldn't stop the run. Red zone defense might be the worst in the fucking country. <laughs> um, so, yeah, off to a bad start. My lock of the week, Rice and USM under 46 and a half. No, just no. Frank Gore Jr., his kid's fucking taking steroids, dude. I guarantee it. He had 329 yards rushing. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we fucking doing? I think, did he throw a touchdown too? He can throw the ball well. This is goddamn booby miles, dude. <laughs> I was like, oh, you got to be kidding well, me. Well, they'll run that wildcat shit, and then the, the moment you come up there, he can throw a good deep ball. So if, if the receiver gets behind the secondary, well, seven and nothing. Gore it was seven and nothing at the end of the first quarter. And then oh yeah, he busts a 64-yard, one play, touchdown drive, 64 yards. What the fuck is going on? But then they started letting Rice score at will. All of a sudden, because y'all were on USM, I was like, okay, Jesus Christ, Rice has just taken a stranglehold over the momentum, and they're right back in the game. Um, 
SMU BYU took the under 64 and a half. This is where, so we had a horrible, horrible start, reminding me of Thanksgiving. And then we started rattling off a couple wins. SMU and BYU under 64 and a half. This was easy, easy money. I felt like I said BYU's defense, I mean, great call by you as well to take them five and a half. They end up winning outright. Um, I felt like in the absence of Jaron Hall that BYU's defense was going to step up, and, yeah. they, and they did just that. So, uh, And I love when the announcers are hyping it up, like, we're in for some points. And I'm like, hey, you fucking idiots. Yeah. I said, that made me feel so much better. Uh, then we ended the night with North Texas and Boise State. North Texas hangs in there, loses by three. Realistically, they were controlling this game for the majority, and then all of a sudden they just could not stop the run. But Taylor Green, not a good quarterback. Can run the ball well, but cannot pass it very well. So, um, And then Monday we had Marshall minus 10 against UConn. They jump out to a 21 nothing lead, maybe even 28 nothing. I think it was 28 nothing. Then they allow 14 unanswered by UConn, make it a little interesting, but they hold on. Uh, and then today, San Jose State minus three and a half. You go up 13 nothing. You let an extra point get blocked, return for two points, and then the floodgates were just open from there. Uh, we have a game in play currently, so Liberty plus five is going to roll over to next week's record. Um, so excluding Liberty plus five, I go four and seven on the week. Uh, we had similar plays, but not exact. Yeah, the damn one that made me the most mad was the UAB Miami of Ohio over. It's 44 points scored. There was a missed extra point and a missed field goal. Um, this was just a game where, like, every time the damn team would get into the opponent territory, they'd get a penalty and get pushed back and then have to punt. It was it's kind of an annoying game, but to lose off of the missed extra point was, was the worst. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brutal. I literally I texted. I said, that might be huge. Yeah, it ended up being huge. <laughs> oh, and then on top of that, Miami of Ohio gets down to the two-yard line at the end of the game. At that point, I'm like, I'm just hoping they, they scored or, or we get lucky with something else, but yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we had multiple of the same picks. Um, anything else that stood out to you? You hit your lock. Yep. A good pick at that. Then I was on the Boise over. That is remarkable. You had another – I say another. You had one of your few shit weeks, which is really it's only been like two – um, but you hit your lock again. Yep. So that brings you to 14, two and one in your locks. You definitely hang your hat on that number. Uh, Joseph, you went five and six, excluding, uh, Toledo. You were on a few opposites and it definitely helped you. But I mean, we all sucked this week. We all did very bad. So we need to kind of regroup as I think that's fair to say. Maybe change the approach because it didn't work. Yeah, I'm interested to see if we're going to be on some different ones this time. Oh, yeah. No, that's another thing I was thinking about that odds are we're probably going to have something that we're against. It's got to happen eventually. Um. All right. So we look ahead to, I guess, what do we call them, this week two of bowl season? Yeah. Um. Again, we are going to pick every single game of bowl season. Whether we want to or not, it's a blessing and a curse. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but we will give you a play for every single game. Be sure to hit the subscribe button. If we ever help you win a bet, all you got to do to repay us is tell a friend about the show and hit subscribe. That's all we ask. So with that being said, first one up, we will be in the building, the new R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. And we have a pretty good matchup. 
You've got Western Kentucky and South Alabama. South Alabama sits at four and a half point favorites. The over-under sits at 56. Who's got a lean? Um, yeah, it's Western Kentucky's number two ranked passing offense versus South Alabama's number 11th ranked total defense. South Alabama didn't really face many offenses like Western Kentucky's <coughs> in, in the Sun Belt this year. Um, so that worries you a little bit here if you're leaning at South Alabama. But um, Western Kentucky's defense does allow 3.3 line yards per rush. So I don't know. When you look at South Alabama's offense, it's a balanced attack, so it needs the running game to get going. I think that it it, it, it will get going against a weak Western Kentucky run defense. Um, and then on top of that, South Alabama's third down defense ranks number 10th in the nation. So I lean South Alabama minus four. Okay. Um, this one's kind of tough. Oh, no, I could totally understand why someone would this one, bet Kentucky, this one's Western Kentucky here. So Western Kentucky has the 18th scoring offense, 18th nationally ranked scoring offense. South Alabama has the 41st scoring offense, so they're not exactly a slouch themselves. Western Kentucky has a bit of a turnover problem. Uh, they turned it over 21 times, 108th in the nation. Third down conversion percentage is obviously a big stat for me. You hear me talk about it all the time. Both teams are not bad. Uh, South Alabama 36th, Western Kentucky 46th. Both teams do pretty well moving the chains. Two completely different teams in terms of what they want to do offensively. Like Nick said, South Alabama wants to run the ball. Uh, Western Western Kentucky allows more than 150 yards rushing a game. Uh, But on the offensive side, they just fucking throw it over and over and over and over again. Um one thing, Western Kentucky's leading tackler, linebacker Jock Evans, is in the transfer portal. So that's a problem for them. Uh, he's their kind of do-it-all do it all guy at linebacker. I am going to take the over 56. So I think that South Alabama's ability to run the ball is going to open things up for them. But I also think that, I mean, Western Kentucky just fucking goes and goes and goes in terms of trying to move the ball through the air. The strength of South Alabama's defense is unquestionably their run defense. They are susceptible in the secondary. I saw it when they played UL. Saw it with my own two eyes. It was like, oh my god! Every time I watch these teams, it's like, it's like App State as who it reminded me of. It's like their secondary are fucking morons, morons. I, they make these fucking teams piss me off so bad. Like it's mistakes that like I didn't play, so I can't can't really throw stones, I guess. But it's like. Sometimes these mistakes make me think that they're like on the spectrum. Like, <laughs> um, and I'm being dead ass serious. But so the over is seven and two in Western Kentucky's last nine neutral site games. I think we're in for a track meet in the dome. We'll be there, row one, with a front row view. Give me the over fifty six points, points, points. I saw it at fifty five and a half today. Give me the over fifty five and a half. That's what I'm taking as well for pretty much verbatim what you guys said. Um, Austin Reed, he's staying with uh, Western Kentucky. I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he entered the portal and then decided to come back to Western Kentucky. It's very possible. Uh, that's what I'm pretty sure I read today. And um, like you said, like you both said, they love to throw the ball. They're going to move the ball downfield a lot. Um, South Alabama does have a good defense. Oh, their quarterback. Yes, yes, their quarterback <clears throat> is there. Quarterback's playing. Yeah, Reed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think. 
like you said, I think Ladamian, what is it, Ladamian Webb. Webb. Yeah. I know they use a couple of running backs, but he's been having success as of late. He'll be able to run the ball and open up that offense as well. So, no, yeah, he's. I a think stud. it could be a shootout. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, you're in the dome, you're on turf. Yeah, I, I'm. Just give me some points. No weather. I, I honestly, I lean South Alabama. Um, that's who I was looking at, but the I just it worries me. With Western Kentucky, just the, their style, it's it's conflicting styles. So, I think that I just it worries me that the weakness of South Alabama's defense, in my opinion, is the secondary. So that's I just it, for me, I felt like the safer bet was just to take the over. I don't know. I like South Alabama though, as I like them better as a team. Who did West Western Kentucky just got killed by somebody? Did they not? No, well, that's the thing. You look at I think. South Alabama's got two losses by a combined five points. So North Texas, yeah, yeah. To UCLA by one, and then to Troy by four. UCLA was on the road, too. No, they're very good. Yeah, they lost 10-6 to to Troy, then 32-31 to to UCLA. It's like... So this, I think South Alabama is pretty similar to North Texas. North Texas beat the shit out of Western Kentucky. North Texas is good at running the ball. They have a capable quarterback who make some dumbass decisions, but he can throw a pretty good ball whenever he's not, like, falling asleep in the pocket. Um, I think that's a pretty comparable team, but obviously South Alabama's better. So North Texas beat them 40-13. to 13. So we need them to score one more touchdown in that, but that that score could be replicated. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm just on the over as well, but um, I did have it written down because if I did take a lean, it would be South Alabama. I like momentum going into these bowl games, and – and ever since they lost that game to Troy, they've – I mean, these past five games, they've just been scoring the ball at will, averaging 32 a game, and, yeah. and they're hot right now. So Yeah, I mean, they just allowed 31 points to FAU, who's not good. Right. So the Western Kentucky defense has problems. Understand – I don't know. I would lean South Alabama, but I feel better. I feel better taking the over. Very well could, uh, could add South Alabama, but as of right now, I'm just going to stick with uh, – with the over 55 and a half, like I said, we will be in attendance. Um, so, that, and that's the lone game for Wednesday. So, next up, Thursday, you got the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. This one's interesting. Lockheed Martin. You, you like them? They're right next to me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Air Force plays in this bowl a good bit. Five times, to be exact, under their head coach. Yeah. Um, so, you got Baylor taking on Air Force. In Fort Worth, Texas, so a little yeah. bit of a advantage there for Baylor, perhaps. Baylor's four-point favorites. The total sits at 43. How do you feel about this one? you feel confident? Um, No. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> straight up. I'll go first. Um, an underwhelming second season for Dave Aranda and Baylor. Has them in the Armed Forces Bowl, as I just said, against Air Force. Baylor has a serious problem when it comes to getting off the field. 120th ranked third down defense. Hazeek Daniels played very well last year in the bowl game. 9-10 passing, 252 yards, two touchdowns. He added two more touchdowns on the ground. It's going to be cold, 32 degrees. Doesn't really mean shit. I'm going to take Air Force with the points here, plus four. Um, They're on a three-game win streak when it comes to bowl games. That's about all I got. I, I I don't like this Baylor defense. I really don't. Last time I saw them, um... I mean, I bet against them. I bet on Cal when they played, not Cal, sorry, West Virginia. 
Um, but they're pretty much, I mean, they lost their last three games. Um, I, I know they played TCU close, but are they really going to be up for the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl? Air Force, Armed Forces, they live for this. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm on Air Force as well. Are we ever going to be on opposites? Because that might have been the one. You love it's Dave just, uh, I mean, yeah, you get kind of, you just wonder, yeah. Baylor was in position to maybe even get into the title game for the Big 12, and then all of a sudden they barely make a bowl game. Yeah, so that's where I'm like. Maybe they, Air Force is more motivated here. I don't know. I would guess so. So I'm going Air Force plus four. I think they're going to be more motivated. And they always get the short end of the stick. It's always Army-Navy. Yeah. Army-Navy's the big game, so they're just over there like we're the best at all of y'all. But uh, So this is their chance to go out and smack Baylor around. Joseph, which side are you on? I'm on the same plus four. Um, It's it's worth mentioning like you did already. It's in Fort Worth. Seven nothing. Oh, yeah? Yes. Wait, are you? Oh, you're on Toledo. Yeah. yeah, it's in Fort Worth, so Baylor crowd should show up. But um, but it's, will it's, they though? Yeah, thirty two degrees. You're no, go. they're not showing up. It's, no, believe me, it's the, the weather. <laughs> no, no, no they just nobody goes to this stupid shit. Yeah, this yeah. is they're six and six. Make they, a sixty four team playoff for the college football. Man, that would be electric. <laughs> <64. laughs> Who wouldn't want to see that though? Well, they're saying twelve, right? I mean, you'll have you'll have Alabama playing like yeah, fucking. Like Central Michigan, yeah, or not even. It'd be worse than that. Right. Sixty-four teams. I mean, it's about half of the. Um, yeah. So I mean, it, to be in the top six, Alabama in anything, playing UConn, beating them by fucking ninety-five. Yeah, it points. would be. It would be something. I mean, right now there's eighty. I mean, what forty-three bowl games? So you got yeah eight over eighty 84. teams. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. If it's yeah, oh yeah, eighty-six. Sorry. Yeah, um, uh, one thing I wanted to mention was I am I'm I'm putting a little bit more attention into the momentum going into these games. I know it could could swing or or switch with people not playing, injuries, transfer portal, etc. Well, that's a big fucking. But look at shaping these past these past. Well, he's these a past, trash uh, bag. Three games, yeah. It's he's had five picks as opposed to three touchdowns in yeah. these past three games, and, and so I think Air Force is number one overall defense or scoring defense and yards allowed. I, I think that could stop. Baylor pretty easily and they'll do enough on the ground we know what they do on offense so yeah you'd hope chaos always ensues in these goddamn bowl games but I think I think we're all on the right side there so um all right next up is going to be my lock so I won't be ah. giving this out to the end. But Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. You got UL versus Houston. Houston's seven and a half point favorites. The over-under sits at 57. Are either one of y'all, well, you're definitely going to have to have a play. But is either one of this your lock? No, it's not my lock. Mm. Well, let's see. I'll go, though. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go with Houston here. Laying the point, six and a half over UL. Um, game's being played in Shreveport. Don't really think that makes much of a difference, even with UL being not too far away. Well, Houston wouldn't be that much far. far it's not further that far. away either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think the Houston offense is going to be too much. Um, Toon, he's tied for the lead in in touchdowns in the nation at thirty seven with Caleb Williams and C.J. Stroud. Their leading receiver Tank Dell declared for the draft, but he is going to play. He's third in the nation in catches and yards, and he's tied for first in touchdowns. Um. They're 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 really good on on offense, but they're they're susceptible defensively just as well. 
Uh, fucking horrible on defense. Yeah, so, I mean, I could see UL keeping it close, but I think ultimately the offense for Houston is just too much, and they cover this by the touchdown. Okay. Nick? Um, yeah, like you said, Nathaniel Dell and Clayton Toon are expected to play. I don't trust Houston's defense whatsoever, so I'm going to go over 56-and-a-half. Okay. Understandable. And I would lean UL. Because of the defense. I mean, we've seen it time and time. It was impressive that they were able to smash Eastern Carolina. Um, but other than that, then they drop the next game against Tulsa. Yeah. It's like. No, I know. No consistency. You could say that Tulsa and UL are relatively evenly. Like, they're close teams yeah. to each other. Yeah, comparable. All right. The Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. <clears throat> Gasparilla? Gasparilla? Which one is it? Rilla. Okay. Gasparilla. Gasparilla. Wake Forest, Missouri. Wake Forest is one point favorites over under sits of 58 and a half. Who's got a lean here? Um, can go. This is my lock. This is a fucking shit show of a matchup. I hate this. Is your lock? Oh, yeah. God. Unfortunately. Have taken Wake yeah, we Forest. know I'm on Wake Forest. Come on. My God. Come on, guys. Well, come on. What do you want from me? Come on. I wouldn't bet this game. All right. I'm going to be honest, and it's not because you're on Wake Forest. I was leaning Missouri. Ugh. I don't think Wake Forest is going to give a shit about this game. Oh, Sam Hartman's going to throw for 500. In Missouri with the with with Drinkwitz, Drinkwitz, they suck. <clears throat> and they backdoored their way into a bowl. He's going to have his team fired up because he's playing for a job. He's coaching for his job. Yeah, but they're missing some guys on defense. Who exactly? Shit, if I know. Some edge rushers, I yeah. think. Where are you leaning? Missouri. <laughs> Give me the tiger. This is a, a <laughs> trap. That's what I think. Why is it a one-point favorite? Why is it yeah. a one-point game? Well, Missouri's low-key kind of good. But Wake Forest defense is high-key I mean, you saw them. They played. They were in the game with Georgia the whole time. Yeah, they beat Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, they're not playing bad lately as well. So, yeah, I, yeah, I think it, it's just concerning how bad Wake Forest's defense is yes. and then – at times, they've struggled to get the running game going. Mm-hmm. Um, Missouri's defense isn't bad, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I don't think Missouri's going to be able to – is really going to struggle that much offensively just because Wake Forest's defense is so bad. Yeah. No, yeah, it is every, – like everybody moves the ball in North Wake Carolina, it's like going against air when they played Wake Forest. Yeah. I no, know yeah. Drake May's really good, but I'm just saying. It was yeah, just but we like, watched him struggle late yeah. down the stretch. So – yeah, I um I'm yeah, I'm taking Missouri as well. I I think that it's more likely that Drinkwitz has his team fired up and ready to roll. He's coaching for his job. He sucks. I feel like he's he I, <laughs> I mean they were they were considered the worst team in the SEC, them and Vanderbilt. <clears throat> but then next thing you know, they rally off wins. Yeah, beat Arkansas, huh? Well, they had to win their last two. They yep. played New Mexico State, obviously, which uh, is New Mexico State. I mean, they should have beat Auburn. We saw what happened there Yeah, at the end yep. with the player. Yeah, 100%. Fumbling. You lay, leave it up to that fat-ass kicker. That's what you get. It's like they're better than their record is, I think. But Yeah, no, give me Missouri. Give me Missouri. Um, All right. The middle, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> the easy post-Hawaii Bowl. Middle Tennessee versus San Diego State. San Diego State's seven-point favorites. Over-under sits at 49. I would love for you all to sway me on a side here. I don't have much. I struggle. Um, <laughs> the fact that the total sits at 49 makes me lean Middle Tennessee. 
plus seven. Um, but yeah, what do you, what do you got? I mean, I I haven't seen. Um, I would never fucking bet this game no. if we didn't have to. Lead us, lead us to the water. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Um, San Diego State. Okay, why is that? no i mean i look i watched them against new mexico which was their second to last game they made like a late change at quarterback and later on in the season they do have and it seemed like it gave them a spark no not as good as it was i mean they have a better defense middle tennessee gives up over 400 yards yeah they have the better defense i just think the that since They've kind of developed somewhat of a passing game. The offense is a much different, t- like statistically, what what you see there for the year is kind of misleading. They played as of late. Oh, I bet you that was when Hayner was out. I was going to say they played Fresno. No, Hayner played. They fre- they played Fresno close. On yeah, the, I mean they the were road. able to put up points against Fresno State, which we saw Washington State struggle to do. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Yeah, this ain't going to be that. We we haven't been. So on I'm on sides all year. San Diego State. Yeah, this isn't going to be the first one because I don't have a fucking strong lean about this. So give me San Diego State as well. Minus seven. Can see the future on this one. Um, all right. Next up, the Quick Lane Bowl. You have New Mexico State. Boy, do I love this fucking game. New Mexico State versus Bowling Green. Bowling Green is three and a half point favorites. Over under sits at 47 and a half. This is my lot. Oh, oh man. Uh, well, we'll have to wait and see. We're going to be on different sides. Give me New Mexico State plus three and a half. We start, I started this season with New Mexico State, and damn it, I am going to end it with New Mexico State. Old Jerry Kill and his sideline seizures is going to have the, the Aggies ready to roll. Outside of a game against Mizzou, Diego Pavia is playing his best football. Last five games, he has 11 touchdowns, one interception. This is including the game against Mizzou. 11 touchdowns, one pick, four more touchdowns on the ground. Pavia has cemented himself as the starter. It looked like he was goddamn Johnny Manziel for one quarter, and then it looked like he was retarded for three quarters. So, sorry. I'm going to get canceled. Uh, Give me New Mexico State plus three and a half. Jerry Kill is going to have these guys ready to go bowling. Diego Pavia is about to put his name on the map. So, (laughs) tread lightly. All right. Which side are you on? Same side. Let's roll. Um, Oh, man. You're going to go against the the family? You bet on them so many. (laughs) They did you right. They fucked me all year. (laughs) <laughs> what uh? What do y'all know about what? Where's this game being played? Ford Field, Michigan. Is that a Detroit? Is that an open stadium or no. a dome? Yeah, it's, it's a, a dome. That's Detroit. It's where the Lions play. I didn't know if they had a dome or not. Okay, well, uh, makes it uh a little better. At least it won't be freezing cold because I'm sure it's freezing cold in Michigan right yeah, now. Yeah, Bowling Green's defense is horrible. <clears throat> Well, they, I have it written down. They lost to Kent State 40-6. to six. I mean... Yeah, I mean, that's Mac action, so chaos yeah. happens in the Mac. But uh, but they give up over 420 yards. New Mexico State's defense is not bad until you, like, <clears throat> throw on them. And then their secondary yeah. is fucking trash. He's taking Bowling Green. That's going to be his... Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I... Well, I'm going with momentum here again. New Mexico State... Well, coming well, fresh off of a yeah, Liberty. Yeah, but don't. Okay, I was going to say don't. That the Liberty wins impressive. Liberty. Don't take Valpo into too no. Much I mean, consideration. Still, sixty-five points is a lot. Yeah, or yeah, Lamar. But it's Valpo. Yeah. Who have they played? 
Who have they um, beaten? Liberty. Liberty. <laughs> That's probably about it. That's it. Yeah. They beat UMass on the road. Yeah, UMass is the second to worst team. You held UMass in a high regard last week. U- UMass is the <laughs> second to worst <laughs> team in the uh, country. Yeah. You held them FIU in a high regard. FIU is the third to worst team in the country. Yeah, well, they should have covered against Minnesota. <laughs> they lost. They was 37 and a half point spread. They nearly had it. They lost by 38. Wisconsin. Actually, they, they beat Hawaii. They haven't played one good <laughs> offense. Oh, he's on point. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> this team did you so well earlier definitely. in the year. I've also won money betting against them. Yeah, with Wisconsin. With d- a double win. That one was put First on First half a, and that full one game, was put 66 on a to 7. That one was put on a tee for you. 66 to 7. Well, we know you're going to back. That was back when you're I was go smacking them all out the fucking park. <laughs> I've been striking I tell you what, you better pray to God that Jerry Kill doesn't have a seizure. If he has a seizure on the sideline, that's going to rally the fucking troops, dude. <laughs> and he has them every now and then. So All right, if they see their head coach season up on the sideline, done fucking deal. I nearly made this one my lock. So something's got to give. Something. Uh, Let's see. We move on to the bulk of this week's games. Um, Tuesday, December 27th. <clears throat> kick it off with the Camellia Bowl. Or, as my GPS says, the Camellia Bowl. Mm. When I go to uh, Lafayette, I put it in the GPS. They say uh, Camellia Boulevard. Georgia Southern Buffalo. (laughs) Georgia Southern minus three and a half. This one is fucking brutal. Um, I'll tell you that. What you got? I don't have much. (laughs) Let's hear it. Um, I mean, I've I've seen both of these teams. I've seen Georgia Southern. And I hate Georgia Southern just for... Yeah, what it's worth. Yeah, I do. Big Why? time. Uh, because their defense is fucking so bad, yeah. and Van Trees is a damn idiot. Yeah, but come on, Van Trees could get it going. Ah, man, I really would never touch this game either. Um, they're coming off a fifty-one to forty-eight win over App State, who also fucking sucks. I don't know. Does anybody feel good about this? No. Do you? I don't feel bad. You don't? Okay, well, you go. I'm I, going with Georgia Southern. Okay. As am I. Just because I'm... Um, the defense, though, dude. Yeah, but I mean... It, it fucking worries me so bad. Because Buffalo, if they can establish the run, how do you give up 240 yards a game on the ground? Yeah. How do you do that? I don't. <laughs> I fucking hate. I mean, I'm just trusting that. I think um, their offense can kind of, you know. Can we find a lean on who's going to be more fired up in this one? Like, is there anything out there? Oh, definitely. Uh, what? Georgia Southern. Why? Dude. Fired up after uh, getting here. Yeah, like after who, App State. Who, who snuck in? They both did. Yeah, they both had to win their last wins? game to become bowl eligible. They're oh, both they, six and six. Definitely Georgia Southern, dude. After beating App State in overtime, Van is gonna be fired up. God damn! I mean, we know what they're gonna do. And the totals at sixty-seven and a half. Yeah. So that leads me to think that they're not really believing that Buffalo's gonna be able to stop them very much, right? Dude, I fucking hate this game, dude. I hate this game so much. This is my least favorite. Honestly, this whole day is going to be a shit show, and yeah. I already fucking know it. 
I'll take Georgia Southern. Ah, Christ. We just need Van Trees to not turn the ball over a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He Every now and then he comes out and he, like, looks not like a fucking idiot. No, and they can run the ball themselves yes. at times. I mean, they average seven yards per carry against a good Marshall defense who ranked, what, in the top ten in terms of rushing. I think yeah. eighth. In maybe. the nation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think Georgia Southern's offense kind of takes over. I don't have much respect for teams in the MAC. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, all right. So next game up on Tuesday, Memphis and Utah. I mean, this is just the battle of the fucking snooze fest games. Memphis, Utah State, and the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. Memphis seven and a half point favorites. This one fucking sucks too, dude. This I hate the half, but. This sucks too. Total sits at sixty one and a half. Is it anybody have any info? Anybody out? Anybody transferring? Anybody no. declaring? I couldn't find shit. Yeah, me neither. Could you? <laughs> <laughs> There's not much to find. Fuck. This one's tough if you're going the spread. I went to the total. I'm going Memphis minus seven and a half. Mm. Just because of strictly how bad Utah State's defense is. Yeah. I'm hoping Memphis can just control the ground game and put up some points. Okay, so I would lean over. Um, That's what I'm going. I just hope Utah State can do enough. That's the only thing. To get us there, you know. Uh, But Memphis' offense isn't bad. Fuck. I fucking hate this shit. It's it's going to be three to three at halftime. Over 61 and a half. (laughs) Give it to me. Motherfucker. All right, this one has potential to be a good game. Um, a lot of storylines going on in this one. You've got the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl, Coastal Carolina versus East Carolina, Battle of the Carolinas. In um, Alabama. What? Oh, in, in Birmingham. Alabama. Yes. Uh, ECU, seven and a half point favorites. The total sits at 62. So, noteworthy, Grayson McCall, final game as a Chanticleer. And then Coach. It's for sure. He's not going to change his mind or anything. <laughs> He's currently still in the portal, and then but Jamie Chatwell's leaving. Yeah. So Co- yeah, he's gone. That's his guy. He might follow him. No, I mean he's playing. He's definitely going to play. That's what he said. Oh yeah. As far as I fucking yeah, that's see. what I say. I'm just waiting for someone to be like ah. Okay. After so further it, thought. <laughs> I'm taking. He's done. I'm taking. Um, what did y'all get this spread at? Eight and a half. Seven point five. <laughs> okay, so I saw eight. So <laughs> we'll we'll because I'm reading off of this fucking computer, but yeah, I, I saw eight and a half. I, I wrote all of these down this morning. I'm gonna go eight. All right, I'll go eight too. Give me Coastal Carolina. As well. It's the end of an era. Yeah. Era. It's um Y'all have to go coastal. It's almost would be sacrilegious to not be yeah. Coastal Carolina here. We were on ECU against somebody, and they looked very underwhelming. I know they Cincinnati. are. Cincinnati. Was that who it was? They won. I mean, they um should have won. They covered, though. It was my lock of the week. That's not the one I'm thinking. I don't think, at least. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm going to take Coastal. You going ECU? No, I'm going Coastal. Nice. Grayson McCall is going to put that goddamn team on his back. Hell yeah. 
Um, but the yeah. question is, is he really still banged up and he's just doing this for like, like as a PR move? No. You think he's fully healthy? Yeah. All right. I mean, you got, God, it's like on a platter. Like everyone's going to be like, McCall's playing. Well, ECU's <laughs> Exactly weakness. what we're saying. ECU's weakness is their secondary. Yeah, but Coastal They have a good run defense. defense well, Coastal has a sneaky good run defense ECU's as well. ECU's defense is not good either, though. Right. Um, they both have decent run defenses. Not really. Yeah, I'm, I saw ECU ranking at 19th in the country in run defense and Coastal well, 37th. I'm, talking, I'm, ta- I'm referring to Coastal more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't they're, know. They're only giving up 20 more yards a game on the ground than ECU. Total's at 62. Um. Yeah, give me the Chanticleers plus eight. And then the last one, I guess, that we're doing yeah. for this week is a fucking tough one. Yep. <laughs> the battle of portal quarterbacks. Guaranteed rate bowl, Wisconsin versus Oklahoma State. Wisconsin's three-and-a-half-point favorites with a total sitting at 43. Um, Graham Mertz in the portal, gone. Can't remember where he went. Memphis, maybe, or Louisville. It was one of those. Maybe even Kentucky in that around there. Um, Graham Mertz is in the portal. Spencer Sanders is also in the portal. What are you celebrating? Did first Tol- down. Toledo, Toledo scored. Nope. Oh, first we're down. Celebrating first downs. Um, Spencer Sanders also in the portal. <laughs> yeah. Got anything? What a what a shit game. How do you handicap this? Um, what's is Allen playing? I don't he's know. sticking with Wisconsin. I would assume is if he he's banged up, is he? I, I, if he's fucking, how would they be favored if he wasn't? Because if you look at who's played quarterback for Wisconsin, Allen is their second best. <laughs> so uh, it's like, who is playing? Probably Miles Burkett. They got a, a big transfer, actually. So they have uh, Luke Fickle, obviously, is going to be the head coach. But then they got the guy from Oklahoma. What was his name? The backup at Oklahoma. Highly touted high school recruit. Um, I think he did his first year at Oklahoma redshirted, and then he's now going to Wisconsin. I can't, I'm fucking blanking on his name, but he's good. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, I'm on the under with neither of the QBs. <laughs> It's so low. Yep. I mean, really, I don't know. It's really not that low. 43 and a half? I'm on Wisconsin. Oklahoma State sucks. They dude. suck. Their defense Sanders is so was bad. the only thing they had. Jim Knowles, too. The, the ghost of Jim Sanders Knowles was, was walking the, the hallways over had. there at Oklahoma State as they're just giving up deep ball after deep ball touchdown. But they can't stop the run. Honestly, if Wisconsin has any sense, they put Braylon Allen and Wildcat the entire fucking game because they are successful doing that. Oklahoma State can't stop the run. I'll take Wisconsin. Defense travels. Um, I mean, who's going to give a fuck about this bowl? Yeah. New coach. Hey, Gundy worries me because so Gundy's kid is also a, a quarterback. Um, with, with Spencer Sanders gone, it's probably not going to be Gundy's kid who plays. It'll probably be Garrett Rangel. Not very good. Uh, he's 53% completion percentage, only attempted 482 passes. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Only attempted 84 passes for 482 yards. I was going to say, Jesus Christ, this kid's been airing it out all year. Uh, two touchdowns, three picks. So, and then Gundy's kid's down there fucking warming the bench. So, but maybe he throws him out there because it's a meaningless, meaningless game in the grand scheme of things. And maybe he gets shit on. What are you taking? You under. said you're oh, yeah. under. Okay. 43 and a half. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't see any big-time news in terms of Wisconsin defense, defensive players sitting out, anything like that. Braylon Allen will be the best player on the field, in my opinion. He is confirmed to be coming back. Is that what you said? Yeah, he's coming back to Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, they've kind of got – they've got way more um, – I mean, who knows if he wants to play in this game, though. I mean, you just never know with these people. No, I know. But, he's, probably, but he's probably making NIL money. So, let's see. Let's see if we can find anything really quick. I was looking earlier. I didn't see shit. Um, yeah, I mean, it says he's ready to play. Okay, <coughs> he is healthy for... Okay, from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Braylon Allen is healthy for the upcoming Guaranteed Rate Bowl and eager to become a more vocal leader in 2023. Will lead by example, motherfucker, and go out there and rush for 280 yards. Wisconsin's the play. All right, so mm-hmm. mm. we gotta. It's gonna be interesting with these with these locks. Well, we already know. Uh, yeah, we already yeah. know. That's gonna be the first one. You're going against the family. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so that is our bets for the. College Bowl week. Now all we have left, the most important bets of the week. At least Nick's is the most important bet of the week. He comes into the lock portion of this episode sitting at 14-2-1 against the spread, and I will let you lead it off. Well, y'all already know I'm going with Bowling Green. Oh, my God. I just think New Mexico State, if there's any team that doesn't didn't belong to make a bowl, it's them. You're going to get a front row view of Diego <laughs> Pavia, dude. Diego Pavia, yeah, right. Come on. I mean, you got anything on it? I mean, I just wrote down both of these teams are lucky to even be in a bowl game, especially New Mexico State. They can really struggle to move the ball at times. I think Bowling Green can take advantage of the air. New Mexico State's defense is a lot worse than those statistics suggest. They haven't played not one good offense. Um, so even though Bowling Green has kind of struggled on on defense, I don't I don't know if I trust New Mexico State to be able to take advantage. So I'm going Bowling Green minus three and a half. Doesn't worry you how well Pavi has been playing. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Eleven touchdowns, one pick. Four rushing okay. touchdowns. Yeah. All right. Joseph said he's big on momentum. Yeah. Diego Pavia's got Heisman momentum behind him right now. <laughs> if this, if the year just started four weeks ago, he'd be in the Heisman conversation. Um, all right. My lock of the week: ULL versus Houston in the radiant in the Radiance Technology Independence Bowl. Michael Jefferson for UL will not play leading receiver. Andre Jones, linebacker, second on the team in sacks, will not play. But Tank Dell will play. Clayton Toon will play. Give me Houston. Minus six and a half. Ben Woolridge is hurt for UL. Fields will be the starter. I do not like Fields. Woolridge is better. 
Part of me really wanted to take UL, if I'm being completely honest. I don't think I can lean on the defense here, though. The big deal with Houston is the fact that they allow Clayton Tune to get sacked um, at a fucking drastic rate. You take away the second sack leader on the team for UL's defense. Offensively, I don't think that they're – I don't like the offense when Fields is running it. I don't think that – uh. I don't think that they'll be able to contain Houston. I'm hoping they won't. Give me Houston minus six and a half is my lock of the week. Tank Dell really likes Clayton Toon, said he would be coming back if Clayton Toon wasn't graduating. So they're going to go out um, and put on a show. So what is uh, your lock of the week, Joseph? Wake Forest minus one and a half. <laughs> so Ugh. going against you guys, Isaiah McGuire, leading edge rusher for Mizzou, is out. Leading ass rusher. Leading ass eater. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> leading edge rusher for uh from Mizzou, he's out. They're missing some other defensive guys on all levels of defense. Um, I don't. I don't think they'll be able to stop Hartman. So I'm gonna take Hartman in their offense. Your defense isn't doing it. So you're not worried that the well has <clears throat> run dry for your. Uh, no, I'm gonna go drink from it for your your go to teams. No, man. We just you just got snaked. Oh, blah blah State. blah. Washington State just fucking embarrassed us. It was the first time all year, right? No, it was not. Whatever. I told you against Washington that I didn't. Whatever, like dude. It. He didn't even. Cam Ward played amazing <laughs> against who? Washington. Oh, I was going to say not last week. <laughs> um. All right, there you go. Oh, it's in Tampa too. Who gives a shit? Well, you you know, Brady Hartman. What you know? No, like he's the next Tom Brady type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, he played great. He'll show um, everybody when he threw five interceptions in the third quarter. Kids, <laughs> yeah, Louisville. Um, all right. To recap, in the New Orleans Bowl, like I said, we will be in the building. Give me the over fifty-five and a half in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Air Force plus four. Uh, my lock of the week in the Radiance Technology Independence Bowl. Houston minus six and a half. Give me Missouri plus one in the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Give me San Diego State minus seven, easy post Hawaii Bowl. New Mexico State plus three and a half, Jerry Kill. Just stay conscious, Jerry, and we're going to lead the uh, the Aggies to a w- outright win here, plus three and a half in the Quick Lane Bowl. Georgia Southern minus three and a half, over 61 in the Serve Pro First Responders Bowl, Memphis, Utah State. Coastal Carolina plus eight, the last ride for Grayson McCall. Is Jamie Chatwell coaching? Is he going to be on the sideline or is he I don't think is he's he out? here. Coastal plus eight in the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. And the last play of the week, guaranteed rate bowl. Give me Wisconsin minus three and a half in a shit show of a game where nobody knows who's taking snaps under center. I have South Alabama minus four, Air Force plus four, the UL Houston over 56 and a half, Missouri plus one, San Diego State minus seven. I have Bowling Green minus three and a half as my lock of the week. Georgia Southern, minus three and a half. The Memphis, Utah State, over 61 and a half. Coastal Carolina, plus eight. And Wisconsin, minus three and a half. Okay. Joseph? All right. Um, Tomorrow, I have Western Kentucky, South Alabama going over 55 and a half. I have Air Force, plus four over Baylor. I have Houston, minus six and a half over UL. My lock of the week is Wake Forest minus one over Missouri. I'm going on the under in the Middle Tennessee San Diego State game, 49 and a half. New Mexico State plus three over Bowling Green. <clears throat> I'm going Georgia Southern minus three and a half over Buffalo. 
Memphis minus 7.5 over Utah State. Coastal Carolina to cover plus 8 against Eastern or East Carolina. Um, and Wisconsin-Oklahoma State under 43.5. All right, there you go. That is our best bets for the second week of bowl season. We keep marching on, trying to uh, pick up the pieces from last week, which clearly did not go the way we wanted it to. Um, but that's the way it goes. But Nick sits at okay, yeah, I didn't do the updated records. Four and seven on the week for me brings me to sixty four, sixty eight, and four. Seven, nine, and one in my locks of the week. Five and eight, another down week for Nick. But he's still. I say that that sound that came out the <laughs> the wrong way that I meant it to. Um, even with the down week, still sitting at a leading 60-52-6. and six. six pushes? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, I guess I got four. 14-2-1 in his locks of the week. I don't care who, what fraudulent account you're looking at or paying your money to, to some scam artist. They're not going 14-2-1 over the course of an entire season for their best bets of the week. Joseph went 5-6, and six, brings him to 29-37-1, 8-8 in his locks of the week. So we look ahead to week 16 of the NFL slate. We will recap last week. Thursday night, Seahawks plus three and a half did not go the way we wanted it to. The 49ers are good, no matter who's playing quarterback. That is just a good football team. Um, Fell into the trap with the Seahawks there. It is what it is. And then we rallied off some wins, three in a row to be exact. The Browns minus two and a half was my lock of the week on Saturday. They cover. They win outright. Um, Or obviously, they cover. Two and a half. Jaguars plus four and a half against the Cowboys. They got down early and then made a remarkable comeback. They end up getting the outright win in overtime thanks to a Dak Prescott pick six. Lions plus one on the road against the Jets. They win this one as well outright um, in, a, in a funky game. But we rally up three straight. Then I made the mistake of adding a play on Twitter, but we're honorable. So here we go. Three and two on the week. Chargers, Titans over 46. Ryan Tannehill gets banged up on the first drive. Ends up coming back. Didn't matter. Austin Eckler also got banged up throughout the game. Came back as well. Very low scoring. Three and two on the week for me. We'll take a positive week. Three and one would have been much better if I would have just stuck with what I had. Uh, You go one, one, and one. Yeah, I had the Seahawks on Thursday night. Then I had the Browns on Saturday. That was my lock of the week, the only bet that I won. Most important. And then I had the Titans plus three. We push here. The Chargers kicked the go-ahead field goal with very little time left. Yep. Joseph, you went two, three, and one. You were also on the Seahawks. You were also on the under 43.5. That cash, Bills minus 7.5. Don't even know what happened there. You went back to the well with the Saints. We tried to warn you. We're a dumpster fire. They should have covered. They should have, but we fucking suck. <clears throat> so, three point. We nearly tried to blow it. Yeah, we yeah. tried to blow the game. Uh, Lions plus one. You were on that as well as I. Good pick. Chargers minus three. You were on it with Nick. You pushed there. Two, three, and one brings you to twenty five, thirty four, and two. Three, ten, and one. And uh, the lock record is fucking atrocious, though. Yeah. <laughs> three, two, and three, ten, and one in your locks it's, of the it's week. It's been really terrible in NFL. Yeah. So we're rapidly uh, between you and I. We're rapidly turning into an NFL podcast. Yeah, I mean, your your college record is still very good, but it was much, much better. There's still plenty of games left. There is. But, I mean, yeah, you've got the lock record to uh, hang your hat on for sure. But we're both positive in the NFL. We're both positive in our locks. One would say we're an NFL podcast. Um, so, with that being said, we will turn our attention to Week 16. Got Thursday, you got Saturday, you got a shitload on Saturday because Christmas is on Sunday, but we do have three games on Christmas Day, and then you've got Monday. So Thursday, 
Jaguars and Jets, which is sneaky a sneaky good game here. Even spread. Jets at home. Zach Wilson. One and a half today. Oh, I see even. Yeah, it's even now. Okay. Um, One and a half which way? The Jets were favorites. Yeah, they were. Okay. No, I saw them as dogs. Well, it might be moving around. At times I saw. Oh, that's that's a good point because I did see it. No, on FanDuel they were like plus one and a half. Yeah. But minus one twenty two or some shit, and then on the all the other ones they were minus one or minus a half. Yeah. But e- you know regular odds. Yeah. Um, Jaguars are kind of playing with some juice right now. Jaguars are also not bad. Um, this is a tough one. I think this is going to be a good game, but this is a tough one. Jets defense is very good. Uh, their quarterback's an idiot, but I don't know. <laughs> Which way are you leaning? Uh, I'm going with the Jets. At home? Yeah. You think Zach Wilson's going to? I don't know. I just hope he doesn't, you know, do too much. Yeah, he's kind of really dumb. Like, he makes some fucking stupid decisions that kind of freak me out a little bit. So, um, so I do see the Jets getting one. I'm going to take the Jets plus one. I just I just saw that confirmed. So give me the Jets plus one at home. I live or die by the home dog getting points um, on a primetime game, and it has not been doing me any favors the last few weeks. But I believe in the Jets' defense. They do have a very good defense. So, uh, Joseph, what are you taking? Jets plus one. I would, I would lean under, too. I know it's a very mm. low number. I would lean under. Um not going to take it, but what do you all think about the Saints line? Yeah, that's a low total. Well, that's like the lowest. That might be the lowest total I've ever seen in the NFL. Yeah. So, but two and a half point underdogs on the road against the Browns? Mm-hmm. What? That defense is going to fucking shit down Andy Dalton's throat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, taking the taking the Browns? <laughs> taking the Browns. I never bet against the Saints, but this might be the fucking year, dude. You got to. You got to take the money. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. They're going to go out and lay a 40-piece on them if we bet against them. Yeah, Andy Dalton's going to throw for seven <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> um, but, no, I mean, we just had we just had Allgaier run all over us for 156 yards. Now you got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Like, I mean, our defense is fucking good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, I mean, my God, 32 on the total. And I think the Browns still, I mean, even though they covered and won last week, there's still some untapped potential, I think, there, you know? I don't think that they totally gotten it all figured out. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this could be the point where, like, they string together a couple wins, and even if they don't make the playoffs, they build that momentum for yeah. next season with Watson. Um, are you taking the Browns? Yeah. Fuck it. Give me the Browns. It's the first time ever in the four seasons of doing this podcast, I think at least, uh, that I've bet against the Saints. It doesn't even feel right. It feels weird. And I haven't I haven't placed a bet, but it doesn't feel right. <clears throat> Joseph, are you on this game? No. Which side would you lean? <laughs> I mean, my head says Browns, but then I'd probably them. go Saints now since y'all are both on Browns. Whatever that means. That would because, be a mistake on your part, well, that judging way by one your of record us, and our record. That way one of us could be on the Saints if they win. Yeah. They fucked us so many what is times it? this year. Two? It is 
one. No, two and a half. Two and a half? Yeah. I mean, definitely Browns is the play. It's not even a question. In Cleveland? Yeah, I mean, what type of weather are we talking about here? It's probably going to be pretty cold, huh? Probably. Yeah, but Andy Dalton's our quarterback. He played in Cincinnati. We got a lot of Ohio State guys. I don't care what the weather is <laughs> as far as Andy Dalton I can goes. tell Andy Dalton doesn't like the cold. You can? Yeah. <laughs> he, play, he played for the Bengals for like the longest. And how good was he? Not that good. Wasn't horrible, but not that good. Um, What's y'all's next pick? The games are funky this week, to be honest. <clears throat> what is your next pick? Um, I'm taking the Titans minus five. Really? At home playing His the Texans. Tannehill's not banged up, right? I mean, he He's was. He's pretty hobbled. He looked like he wasn't. He came back in and tied it up. I mean, he's questionable, but. Are you expecting the Titans to uh, run it all over him? No, I'm sorry. Are you expecting the Texans to throw in the towel? Number one pick? I mean, at this point, I think what? They've already they've put Pierce on IR. So. And um, Derek Stingley as well. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think – I think if – So they're conserving their young guys. Yeah, if those guys needed – if they were trying to win games, they wouldn't be – you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Okay. Joseph, what is your next play? Back to the Lions, minus two and a half. Interesting. Playing away in Carolina. I still like the Lions right now. NFL's sweetheart right now. They're hot. I would lean. I think them two – um, I think that that the Lions and Packers last game of the season will be an interesting one. So I see the Lions winning. Yeah. Uh. Okay. I'm gonna take Dallas with the points. Yeah. Yeah. Hurts banged up. Might play. The uh. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't. Even they only have Hertz? to. I think they have to win what one of their next three to secure the division. Or is it to secure the number one seed? Mm. Philly. They have to have to win one of their next three to win the division, or I think it's to secure the number one seed. Yeah. So they don't need this game. But they damn sure want it. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take the Cowboys. Cowboys are very good at home. So What is it at, five? Four and a half. Okay. Um... I got one more in them a lot. Okay. I am also going to take... Oh, God. Am I going to do that? I'm going to take the... I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Minus six and a half. I keep fucking doing it with this stupid idiot, Tom Brady. Uh, Buccaneers minus six and a half Sunday night against the Cardinals. Um, huh. What? I would have thought you went with Cardinals here. Home dog. With goddamn prime time, Colt McCoy, who's also getting banged yeah, up. I hear you. I know you like the dogs on prime time. Um. Okay. Yeah. All I have left is my lock. I got one more. Uh, I'm gonna go Vikings minus three and a half at home against. Um. Shit. Who was it? I forgot. It doesn't really matter. I'd take them against the Eagles. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vikings no, I just minus three and a half playing the, the Giants. Giants. Yeah, ah, I don't love that. Yeah, Giants are scrappy. Yeah, Vikings after last week. You I have mean, just your lock left. Yeah. Okay. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you good. That's all I had. 
Okay. Um, and you have just your lock left. Yeah. Um, 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 um. You think about adding? No. I feel pretty good about my lock. It's the only one I feel really good about, to be honest. I do, too. I'm interested to see if anybody else is on it. Okay. So who's leading the way? Nicholas? Who's leading the way? Yeah, you're leading the way in lock, so we'll let you go. You want me to go? Yeah. <laughs> the Chargers, minus four. The Colts are thrown in the towel. Jeff Saturday came in and just blew the absolute biggest lead in the history of the fucking NFL. You're up 33, and you lose the game outright. They're broken. They're morally broken. Matt Ryan is seeing ghosts for the rest of his life. He needs to retire now. The Chargers sitting at 8-6. and six. Could still backdoor their way into the playoffs, I believe. So I know they're eight and six, not a bad record, but they're in a tough division. Give me the Chargers minus four on the road. The Colts, that's a broken team. When you blow that lead, that's a broken team. Chargers minus four, my lock of the week. Well, they wouldn't backdoor. I'm pretty sure they're actually just jumped into the wild card spot. Yeah, but I thought, let me say. Like their percentage to make the playoffs went significantly up. Well, yeah, but it was looking like they weren't going to make the playoffs for a minute. And Pretty sure what, they're in the wild card now. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Um, They are currently in the sixth spot. Yep. They jumped two spots. Yeah. Uh, They're second in the AFC West. Right. Um, 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 um. Okay. What Who is, are they playing against? They are playing against the Colts. Oh, yeah. What is your lock? Of the oh, game? I'm going with the piece of shit Bron- uh, Broncos. Are you really? <laughs> Minus two and a half on Christmas Day against the Los Angeles Rams. That is a fucking game right there. Um, okay. The defense is good. Yeah. The so. defense keeps them in pretty much every game. And then before Wilson got knocked out, he kind of started to. Well, he had his best game of the season. Yeah. Is he back? Yeah. Huh. Give me the Broncos. (laughs) Minus two and a half. Broncos country. Let's ride. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that one slipped through the cracks for me. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. That Baker magic. Done. I mean, look. Baker's back to the fucking. He's back to the basement. Broncos minus two and a half. They have too much money tied up into losing every fucking game. Yeah. But, yeah, realistically, they were. That was his best game of the season. And then he gets sent to another planet, if you looked at his eyes, when he hit the turf. Um, Yeah, I like that a lot, actually. Broncos minus two and a half. Joseph, what is your lock of the week? I'm actually surprised none of y'all are on this. Um, Either side. Is it going to be the Dolphins minus four at home? Other way. Packers plus four and a half. Yes, indeed. Rodgers is making the playoffs. It will beat Detroit the last game of the season to sneak in. Would that sneak them in? They'd have to win out, and they need some luck from other teams, but it'll happen. They are not making the playoffs. How many wins? They need some luck. Six, six and eight. Six and eight. So if they go nine and eight, they're third in their division. They need some help. Yeah, they'll have to make it as a. um, They'll need one of them NFC East teams to to falter. And Are the will. Bears second in the division? No way. No, they're oh, last. they're 3-11. and 11. Who? Oh, it's the Lions. Yeah. So they would, yeah. I mean, realistically, I kind of. I think right now it's all four NFC East teams, which used to be the worst division in football, are in the playoffs as we speak. 
Rodgers is very aware. He knows exactly the scenario. He was you heard him in the post game last night. Wow, the commanders he was laying everything out on how they can make the playoffs. He knows exactly. Rodgers is a on. stupid idiot. Okay, they're going to probably beat the Dolphins in Miami this week. Yeah, well, he had that press conference where or that post game interview on the field. He's like, "We're not dead." And then he goes out and it. fucking gets shit on the next game. <laughs> Who was it against? They, oh, I don't know. But somebody edited the video where he's like, they, they cut out the part where he said not, and it's like, we're dead <laughs> as he's yeah. walking off the field. Well, yeah. he was right. They're not. Uh, I mean. They're definitely not. I'm telling you, watch. The, Dolphin, the, the Dolphins do have there. a problem on their hands, apparently. They seem to be kind of faltering as of late. So I mean, they, they, they played a pretty damn good game. Against Buffalo? Yeah. Yeah. To lose on a last-second field goal in that weather, I was impressed. Yeah, that was the whole thing about Tua not playing under 50 degrees or some shit. They, yeah. They needed heaters on the sidelines when it was like 55 in L.A. or whatever. Um, Yeah, I don't know. On the road, though, the Dolphins play so much better at home. They do. Than they do on the road. Their defense specifically. I think we'll see Aaron Rodgers tear their defense up. This will be his best game of the year. Okay. Yeah, uh, we will see. Um, all right, to recap, Thursday, I'm taking the Jets plus one. Then I got the Browns plus two. And that doesn't feel right. That doesn't <laughs> feel right. I'm going to be so fucking pissed, though, if the Saints uh, – that's that'll be what I deserve. That'll be what – fuck it. Browns plus two and a half. Dallas minus four and a half. Minus. The Buccaneers – what? Browns minus two and a half. Browns minus two and a half. <laughs> Dallas minus four and a half. Buccaneers minus six and a half. God damn it. All favorites except one. My lock of the week is the Chargers minus four. And I am on Nick's lock of the week, the Broncos minus two and a half. A lot of fucking road favorites. This is a disaster. This is a disaster. Y'all, nobody wanted to say anything? Broncos you just country. let me sit here and give out I road mean, that, favorites. This time, home field. It's it's <laughs> everyone needs to win. Yeah, I know. But y'all just let me sit here and give out road favorite after road favorite. All right. Go ahead. Jets plus one. Browns minus two and a half. Titans minus five. And for the lock of the week, Broncos minus two and a half. I got four plays. All right. Four. Whoa. Wow. Is this Whoa. the first time this year? No, he got fucking uh. shit canned on Thanksgiving when you fucking Well, maybe not, but <laughs> No, he went three and two for uh that week. You gave out six. No. You doubled up. I gave out You had five. to give out three. Yeah, and I, then I just gave out two more. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't believe it. No, I remember. <laughs> no, I remember. But you went three and two? Yeah. I thought you did poor. Poorly. I went two and one in the Thanksgiving games, and then. Well, I did bad. I went one and one on the other two. I have a. All right. I guess. Yeah, I mean, you would know better than I would. Thursday night, I got the Jets plus one at home. Um, going Lions minus two and a half. Uh, Vikings minus three and a half. And my lock of the week is the Packers on the road in Miami plus four and a half. There you go. That is our best bets of the week for college football and the NFL week 16. I'm ready for playoff football in the NFL. I, I, as it gets closer... And I like reminisce on years past. I really like playoff football in the NFL, and I love the Super Bowl. Like I'm super fucking excited for the Super Bowl. Uh, but we have a lot of a lot of good football before we get to that point. Um, this is a pretty short episode. We're sitting at nearly an hour twenty, so I do have a question before we go. Um, I was going to do the top three like Christmas movies, but I decided 
not to worry about it. Um, I mean, if y'all have one that sticks out in your head that you love, you can throw it out. But I heard somebody make the argument that Home Alone was not a Christmas movie. That's you, ridiculous. <laughs> I was going to say, do y'all feel that way? No. Absolutely That's not. the craziest shit I've ever fucking heard. Whenever somebody mentions Christmas movies, Home Alone's usually at the top of the conversation. Well, it's one of the best of all time, yeah. in my opinion, for one. Home Alone 2 is better than Home Alone 1, but I Home agree. Alone 1's a classic. I don't get how you say it's not a Christmas movie, though. There's actually, Lindsay pointed it out to me. There's like a, I don't know if you call it an Easter egg or whatever, but everything inside the house in Home Alone 1 is red and green. Like, with the exception of, like, like the fridge and shit like mm -hmm. that. But, like, their clothes, the wallpaper, the phone, like, almost everything is red or green. Well, they're going to New York for Christmas, right? You idiot. You haven't even seen the movies. No. Are you talking about one or two? Where uh, Donald Trump was in it. That's two. Yeah. No, they're going to Florida for Christmas, and he's pissed because he says, who goes to Florida for Christmas? He gets on the wrong flight, goes to New York has the best Christmas of all time. That's right. They're in Florida where it's raining. That's right. Yeah, he went to a freaking uh, toy shop in for Christmas in New York. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a Christmas movie. But but Whoever Home Alone one. But Home Alone one is literally centered around Christmas. They're singing Christmas carols in the church. There's Christmas lights on the houses. Who is saying it, that? It was on the radio. Some schmuck on the radio <laughs> trying to say that Home Alone's not a Christmas movie. It's like the Christmas movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, it's not the cartoon Rudolph the fucking red-nosed reindeer, but what do you classify as a Christmas movie if you don't count that one? I mean, The Grinch. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a very good one. But I love when it when he eats glass. <laughs> <laughs> that does it for you? Yeah. <laughs> You're that's talking about the one with Jim Carrey. Yeah, right? yeah, he's fucking reclining back. He's just eating glass. I mean, it's fucking an all, rambling. It's an all-time performance. <laughs> That's a that's such an underrated performance from Jim Carrey. He doesn't get enough credit for uh, throwing that fucking suit on. Um, but yeah, I just thought that that was wild to say that Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. And with, there's people out there that get paid to say that stupid shit to people on the radio. So, all right, episode one thirty eight, bowl week season, bowl season week two, NFL week sixteen. Do you have anything to say before we go? Good luck, Joseph. Good luck, man. All right, like I said, if you want to help us out, if we've helped you win a bet along the way, Nick certainly has 14-2-1 in his college football locks of the week. You will not find better. I don't care what you or anyone else says. You won't be able to show me proof. If we've helped you win a bet, tell a friend about the show. Hit subscribe. That's really all we ask. It's all you got to do. Help us help you. It's the season of giving. Hit the subscribe button. Good luck, everybody. 138. We will be back to recap next week. Y'all have a good one. Who that? Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. That was good. I liked it.